Why would you want to oh, go to I the strip club? I saw that. I'm like, mm-hmm. why would you want to go to the strip club? Oh, because I want to test his pockets. Like, damn, you got to know I got to make money? Like, <laughs> I mean, you got to make money for sure. You but, know, but the, the strip, strip club? club? No. I don't, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. We can't even talk. This the first date. <laughs> I'm trying to get to know you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. get a feel for you. They want to go to the strip club. But that's that's what it is, though. Like, you're not really getting far if you ain't got this. Not not just money. You need like Chanel bag money. You need designer money. You need trips, and that ain't right, though. Mm-mm. That's why I'm gonna stay single. I'm not saying all the women like so that. So you don't believe in marriage? No, I'll never get married. No, I'm not gonna say that. I have I have two different views on that. Like. myself in two words rich and unemployed these stones cost two birds let it count it when she bored deposit hit chicks clearing ace nothing void i know that ain't my ex college null and void where we going money going up money count welcome again to the rich and unemployed podcast and uh today we got what's your name miss turner miss turner and uh tell me what you do so my name is Miss Turner. I'm from LA. I actually do car rentals. So mm-hmm. I started on Toro, and then I was able to start my own company, mm-hmm. essentially. And now I teach people on social media how to start their own car rental company as well. And I also do a little bit of credit. A little bit of credit. Okay. All right. Before we start, go ahead and like and subscribe to the channel. Um, make sure you guys join the um, Discord where I'm teaching guys how to level up in life. Uh, I'll leave the link in the description. Make sure I check out the uh, clothing line, richonemployee.net. This is one of the shirts right here, my new shirts, Nigerian shirts, one of the um, new hair scars. All right. So tell us how you got started with this car rental stuff. Yes. So um, basically, um, I had a nine to five. Yeah. And I ended up getting fired from my nine to five. Mm-hmm. So at this point, you know, it was my only source of income. And now suddenly I have none. So it forced me to think outside of the box. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing that I thought of was renting out my car. So that's one less liability that I had to worry about. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I put it on Toro. What kind of car was this? It was a 2016 Dodge Charger. So this was my personal car that I had for a while for my personal use. Yeah. Um, So I just threw it on there, see what it did. Um, It was never a thought for it to turn into a whole business. It was more so that I can, you know, recover from losing my job. What year was this? This was actually beginning of 2021. Damn, you just started. I just started, so. I, yeah, I, okay. It's, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, basically I put it on Toro and it was making me money. I was able to pay the Cardinal and mm-hmm. I was able to put money in my pocket. And um, at the time I had good credit. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't have the education as far as how I can leverage my credit. Mm -hmm. So then I started buying courses and mentorships. Mm -hmm. And then I learned that I can use my credit to generate me cash flow. Mm -hmm. So although at the time I didn't have a job and a lot of money, because I had good credit, I used other people's money to start, essentially. So um, after I saw that my first car was doing well, it gave Mm -hmm. me the confidence to go get more cars. So then after that, um, I went to Mercedes-Benz and I got a Mercedes C300. So that was like my first official car for the business. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that was working and then I just started getting more cars after that. I built my fleet really quickly to about six cars and like it changed my life. It, re- it replaced my nine to five. <clears throat> and then now I'm unemployed. Which is unemployed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so right now you have six cars. Yes, on my fleet. So four of them are mine. Uh-huh. Um, two of them I do joint ventures, which basically means um, that um, you don't have to own the car in order to rent it out. So I do um, uh, I have like partners that yeah, give yeah. me their car, and then I'll rent it out, and then we'll split profit. Only in LA. <laughs> Only in LA right now. Mm-hmm. I'm actually moving to Houston, so I might uh, start it in Houston as well. I like Houston. I love Houston. Oh, I, I love Houston too. Wow. Um. So. I just, I just like the country. Like, I've been in LA my whole life, mm-hmm. my whole life, and just coming, going to Texas, 
coming out here to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like all the greenery is so peaceful, quiet. But back home in LA, it's just noise, traffic. You live in the city? Yeah, pretty uh-huh. much. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Houston reminds me of Atlanta. It kind of gives me the yeah. same vibe. Just a just a little more like chill. Yeah, people call it like a mini Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, how easy was it for you to obtain these six cars? Was it just like, you know, I got my credit and I just, just going to get cars, like was, in my name? Yeah, it was literally that easy. So like if your credit is in where it should be, mm-hmm. you can leverage that in order to get cars, funding from the bank. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, so as long as you get your credit right, you can go to these banks and ask them for cars, money. Yeah. What bank do you, like do you use one bank or do you use any bank? Um, I use multiple banks. It just um, depends who gives me the best interest rate or, mm-hmm. you know, shop around a little bit. You don't use business credit, just straight personal? Um, so in the beginning, I used personal credit because uh-huh. I didn't have a business. Um, so uh, basically, in the beginning, I used my personal credit. And mm-hmm. then eventually, I was able to get some cards in my business name. Mm-hmm. And I have a couple business credit cards as well. So did you have to build this business credit up? Did it take some time to build it up? Or you could just start a business today and... Tomorrow, go get a car? Yeah, so basically, um, if you have good personal credit, mm-hmm. right, you can do something called a PG, which is a personal guarantor, mm-hmm. which essentially means you're just co-signing yourself for your business. So I can co-sign myself to get a car in my business name. Mm-hmm. I can co-sign myself to get a, a business credit card. Mm-hmm. And the only way that it defaults on you personally is if, for some reason, you don't you know, pay it. Mm-hmm. So... Is it coming on your personal? Is, you, is it just put in um, inquiry on your personal credit? So it'll it'll just um, so <clears throat> it'll just be an inquiry on your credit report, but mm-hmm. it won't like show the account on your personal. Right. Um, but you can remove the inquiry. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm seeing on the news that Turo, no, not Turo, banks are repoing vehicles that they see on Turo. Yeah. So, so essentially, um, if the banks do find out, um, or even your insurance company finds out that you're renting these cars, mm-hmm. you have these cars like in your personal name, personal insurance, um, they can essentially take the cars from you. Um, I know one bank that um, I heard is doing that um, is Ally Bank. Uh-huh. Um, so far, uh, in my experience, I haven't had any issues, yeah. but uh, there are. That's definitely a possibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now. Doing this turtle thing, like, is it more difficult for you because you're a woman, a pretty lady? Like, do guys try you, like, or, like, try to keep your car or, like? <laughs> um, I, I never really had, I mean, I mean, being a woman in business is always kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Especially, I feel like I'm in a male-dominated industry. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, when men see me with all these cars they think it's a man behind me or, right you know like they don't take me serious so sometimes mm-hmm. i feel like it could be a little difficult and sometimes i feel like i have to step into my masculine energy in order to like operate my business sometimes but yeah but it, i haven't what you mean like you'd be like tough like <laughs> no sweet voice I gotta, like, yeah I gotta, strict you know, hey listen this is what it is i gotta stand my ground mm-hmm. you know i can't you know like i can't be like you know i'm talking to you smiling yeah people mistake that for flirting or being, right. you know weak or i have to you know tighten up mm-hmm. put on you know my business suit and what's your profile picture look like on instagram no on your Toro. oh on Toro. so <clears throat> i started on Toro. i'm no longer on Toro. yeah i just teach it um on my social media for people who want to start because right. Toro is like training wheels yeah. uh, for people who, who may want to take it to like a whole company or a whole business. Um, so I don't have at the moment Toro. I don't. So you just have your own. Yeah. So, so now you, I operate privately. How do you find the customers for this? So um, I started on Toro. So um, while I was doing Toro, I would pass out business cards. I did a lot of um, like passing out business cards, going to auto shops, leaving my cards. Mm-hmm. at auto shops because you know when people um take their cars into the shop sometimes you know mm-hmm. it's gone for days sometimes weeks and so i'll get calls like i need a rental <clears throat> also social media social media was huge and helped me a lot and i'm from la so like i lived in la my whole life so i had a lot of um support mm-hmm. wait hold up i know the interview is going good i know it's going great i know this episode is just fire but have you checked out the new merch that I got on the website? 
The link is in the description, man. I know you need one of these Finesse's only shirts, one of these rich and unemployed shirts. So go ahead and cop you some merch as you're watching this episode. See you guys soon. Um, so by having your own business and uh, your personal company, is it harder to find like clients or like is it always like you always have like your cars um, running out? It's definitely a lot harder to find clients because mm -hmm. uh, Toro, they provide you the customers. Yeah. Um, but when you're kind of like on your own, it's up to you to like do the marketing to make sure that your cars are getting rented out. So it is more work, mm -hmm. but it's definitely like, you know, a lot better. Um, I see more on my um, ROI that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So in L.A., is it oversaturated with, with these cars? I don't think so. I don't believe in oversaturation. No. At all. I, I've, like, I've, in my name, I've had, like, four or five cars in my name. I've never, like, missed a payment. Like, I've never worried about mm -hmm. at least paying the car note. I know at the very minimum, I'm going to have the money to pay the car note. Mm -hmm. um, and I've never had a problem. I've been doing this. I started April 2021. So, and then, yeah. Year and a half. Now... Do you try to stick to with economy cars or just you just economy? So <clears throat> in the beginning, I was um, so economy cars are great. They're mm -hmm. great. Um, they made me a lot of money. Um, so I started with economy cars and then but my personal goal is to get to the exotic level. Mm -hmm. And so in order to do that, you have to build your like auto history, your uh, uh, auto loan history. So, for example, uh, right now, my highest auto loan is 60K. So I, uh, for the next probably eight months to a year, I'm going to pay that 60K. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to go back to the bank. And then, then my next auto loan, I'm guaranteed 100K. So you want to pay these cars off? Yeah. So my goal is to get to exotic level. Right. But I have to uh, build my credit up mm -hmm. in order to get there. So once I pay that 100K auto loan for about eight months to a year, then I can qualify for um, exotic cars. Mm-hmm. So do you think the exotic game is 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 better? Because I know I talked to Mitch. Mm -hmm. I was at his mastermind the other day. He was like, um, "It's not passive income. Yeah. The economy cars are passive, but um, the exotic cars you have to actually get up every day. You know, work for it." Right. Mm -hmm. So I think it's better as far as you know, one exotic car can bring twenty, thirty k in a month, mm -hmm. just one. Um, but yeah, it it does require work, but that's why you got employees, right? You got employees now. Not at the moment, no. I got a, a, a couple, like, answering. I have virtual assistants that answer my phone. Um, I'll have, like, my dad, like, help me out, but I don't have, like, an official, like, employee. Yet. So let's just say you rented out all six cars and all six of them came back today. I, I, would, I would be working. You got to wash these cars. You got to... Mm -hmm. You, by yourself. Not by myself. Like, I'll have, like, my dad help me out. Or, uh -huh. you know, I'll call somebody to help me out, but mm -hmm. I don't have anybody, like, uh, besides... I guess besides my virtual assistants mm -hmm. that answer my phone calls on payroll. Mm -hmm. But that's one lesson I learned in entrepreneurship is that you need a team. Like, mm -hmm. you need a team. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm working on that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're going to get there. I get yeah. you. You're only a year and a half in. Yeah. Um, tell me how big uh, mentorship was <laughs> for you. It, mentorship, like, changed my life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it has made me grow as fast as I have. Mm -hmm. uh, you know Jeremy, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I got into his mentorship and um, yeah. It was worth it. It was definitely worth it. It was uh, 4K at the time. I don't yeah. know what it is, the price is now, but when I entered his mentorship, it was 4000 mm -hmm. And a lot of people would be like, why the hell would you pay 4K mm -hmm. to someone, you know? But <clears throat> why don't you want to learn from somebody who's, you know, already doing it, already doing it you know, like, I thought about, I was about to sign up for his mentorship, and I was like, man, I, I just didn't. And I just really wanted to learn, like, the business credit stuff, personal credit stuff. Because when he came on the podcast, he, he gave me a little game on stuff, and I was like, yo, I just need to go ahead and take his mentorship. And, like, the Turo game, because I just won a couple cars. I don't know, I just didn't pay for it. I just, I just didn't execute. And Have you ever took a mentorship? mentorship? I got a mentorship for the podcast. Oh, okay, okay. I paid 20000 Okay. To David Shannon's social proof, mm -hmm. paid that. Um, it was definitely. So, do you agree that mentorship is necessary? 
Definitely. I believe like being being in the right rooms, being in in the right circles would definitely like um shorten that learning curve. Like I agree. Because me trying to figure it out by my damn self is just maybe I shouldn't have paid twenty thousand, but I mean, now that I did pay twenty thousand and like I didn't took off, it's like now people are willing just to, you know, help me. Like anybody's willing to come on a podcast and stuff like that. Now that I'm associated with David Shands, it's like me and him about to like start a little partnership together. So I said it was well worth it. And I'm actually about to take another partnership with someone else for like twenty five thousand. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting here just talking to my class about it, like, should I take it? I was like, okay, well, if I don't take it, I'll never know like where it could have took me. So exactly. Like, if I never took Jeremy's mentorship, I don't think I'd be sitting here. How long ago did you take it? It was this year. Um I think I know you. I, I think I remember you took it because he posted you. Yeah, I, it was just a couple months ago, not that long ago. But you was already doing it. So what you mean? I was already doing it, but you know, he gave me a lot. You know, besides the car thing, like he gave me a lot of other information uh-huh. that have, that has like, you know, helped my income grow. Because I have more than one income besides my car rentals. So, like what? Like my mentorship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sell digital products. So he helped you with the mentorship. Yeah, so I learned a lot, like how to set up my own mentorship, mm-hmm. uh, eat, how to sell my own ebooks, cor- uh-huh. courses, and stuff like that. So he taught you all that. Yeah, hmm. he taught me about he taught me how to market, how to get people to buy into my mentorship, um, all that. So. Yeah, and people have his mind into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So maybe I need to take I've his mentorship. Already, I've, already, I've already had. I mean, I started my mentorship before Jeremy, but mm-hmm. I feel like he's helped me like ad, um, advance my mentorship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I already have like six mentees under my belt. Mm. How long do you mentor him? Uh, for uh, about four weeks. Four so, weeks of mentorship. Yeah. For how much? Uh, 2000 Not bad. Yeah. And the price is going to go up eventually. After this too, yeah. That's what's up. Okay. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, um, I just started getting into like mentorship and stuff like that. And I'm really doing it by myself. Ain't nobody really teach me how to like, like sell and like get more people to, to, to sign up and stuff. So I'm really just trying. It's like I had a call with like 20, like 20 something people on it. And I didn't know what I was doing for it. I'm just really just giving them game. And then at the end of it, I had like two people that wanted to close. And then at the end of it, I didn't have no system in place to like even lock it in. And I was like, man, I just lost somebody. Systems are important. Systems, systems are very important. important. And like, you know, I've learned the hard way, like not having my systems in place and then getting like mm-hmm. overwhelmed yeah. and all that. So, but you know, I'm learning to get all that in place, mm-hmm. which I've also learned in Jeremy's mentorship. So learned a lot. Either I'm going to take his mentorship or this $25,000 mentorship. <laughs> but his mentor, the mentor that's 25000 Jeremy paid him. That's his mentor. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Him? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, we'll see. I think it's going to be very beneficial. But anyway, you also go to all these conferences. <laughs> You saw me at a conference, right? How was it today? How was, um, we talked about InvestFest. I don't know when you're going to watch this, but um, this weekend was InvestFest, hosted by EYL. How was it? It was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. Um, I love going to conferences because uh, of the networking and the relationships. Yeah. I feel like relationships are more valuable than money, mm. for sure. Um, just being, like you kind of said a little earlier, just being associated with certain people yeah. um, can get you in, you know, like, it, it can help you grow a lot faster. Mm-hmm. And then just like being able to see people in action do their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely worth it. What did you learn this weekend? Uh, I didn't really learn anything. It was I was mostly there for networking. Yeah, so, me too. But I, but I met a lot. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I met a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was fun. I had a lot of fun. I went just today was my first day. I really went to see um, Tyler Perry. I really didn't get much. I got a little motivation from him just by you know seeing him and and hearing him and seeing how far he came. But I didn't really. I was only motivated by how big EYL has got. Yeah. You know, like twelve thousand people showed up for him, and it's like mm-hmm. I could do the same thing. Yeah. And you know they're only three years in. I'm only nine months in. Mm-hmm. So it's like only nine months. Only nine months. Wow. So if I um, 
go a little harder. You know what I'm saying? Like I got to push the gas a little more mm-hmm. to get to that level. But it was definitely networking for me. Um, a lot of people recognized me. A lot of people came up to me taking pictures, made me feel like I was a celebrity or something. But like I see the impact that I have. Like you know, like people really are in tune, and I'm really helping people. Right. Not even knowing. Mm-hmm. You know what? I thought you had more followers than you had. Like you seem like you should have like. <laughs> I'm slept on a little bit, but. You slept on. Yeah, it's mm. it's cool though. Mm. I'm gonna get there. How? Uh, just by doing what I'm doing. Still, mm. I mean, look, I'm on rich and unemployed. Facts. <laughs> Only because I see you working. You know what I'm saying? I followed y'all. Of course, you got to put in the work, and it's it's gonna come. Like, so I'm not even worried. Yeah, I seen that you were more like valuable. Like you knew what you was talking about with the credit, with the cars. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you shot while you was here. Yeah. See, see what networking do? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So give us some game on credit. Credit. So what do you want to know? Well, first, anybody that's like, that needs help with like building their credit. Mm-hmm. So like, you help people fix their credit? Uh, so I'm getting into credit repair, mm-hmm. um, but not at the moment. But I know. So what do you do with credit? Just use it to buy designer? So <laughs> I use it to... Uh, Get cards. I use it uh, for to get credit cards as well, mm-hmm. um, and I use it, yeah, to get free designer. Jeremy <laughs> taught me that. He taught me too. Oh, so you know, you ran the play already? Haven't ran the play. I've been I've been on the website waiting for the um. <laughs> the promotion. Yeah. Yeah. I I, these right here, I got from the. Uh, I seen you post the other day. Yeah. Mm. So. Free. Free ninety nine. Free ninety nine. I don't pay for designer. So. Nothing. I've never paid for designer in my life. I don't think I ever will now. Thanks to Jeremy. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. So. so, like, what about like guys buying you designer? Guys buying me designer? Yeah, no. I've I probably had one person buy me a pair of designer in my whole life, but mm. yeah. Just one. Mm-hmm. What kind of guys you? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of guys you deal with? <laughs> I'm in a relationship. So, yeah? Yeah. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Happily. How long? Uh, since January. What's up? Happily. What does he do? What does he do? Yeah. Um, he's a personal trainer. He be training you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to ask you no more relationship questions. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you see yourself like in the next five years with this business? Having 100 cars? Uh, having nothing but having exotics, exotics mm-hmm. nothing but exotics for sure in houston not la um yeah i'll probably be in houston or you know i'm, I'm, I'm considering coming to atlanta maybe one day so what's your cars now that you have in la are you going to move all these cars to houston um not all of them so i'm taking like um uh maybe two with me mm-hmm. but i'm keeping some cars in la because i do have clientele in la so um and my dad helps me out a lot mm-hmm. so so do these people like these are returning customers a lot of them are, yeah. I get new ones too, but I do have a lot of uh, returning customers, yeah. And do they um, rent them out weekly for like uh, Airbnb, I mean not Airbnb, Uber, Postmates and stuff like that? Uh, so I haven't rent, rented out my cars for Uber or Postmates, uh, but um, my clientele usually rents. I get, they get, like I have weekly deals, mm-hmm. so they'll get the weekly deal and yeah. Mm-hmm. But ain't that like a play though? Like, It them? is a play. It is a play. I just never did it. So. Hmm. <clears throat> I know a lot of people that um, that's what they, that's the only thing they do. Yeah, yeah. And they buy cars from like the auction, like three three thousand dollars or five thousand dollars, and they just rent it out weekly and, and yeah. make them their thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Why are you not into that? Uh, I don't know, cause I I never really had problems getting clientele. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it's an option for me, but. You know, like I've never, I guess, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just never. What's your, what's your everyday car? My everyday car. So I just got my um, 2021 Mercedes. I rent it out from time to time, but that's like my car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The personal but car you want. I don't have like so like ever since I started car rentals, I don't look at cars the same no more. Like right. I can't, like, I drive cars for free, so mm-hmm. like I could never like imagine paying my own car note ever again. Right. So you just rent it out just to pay the car note? Just to My get Mercedes, it? yeah. 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 You're not worried about nobody damaging it? I mean, that's what insurance is there for. Mm-hmm. 
So, and rule number one is you can't be emotionally attached to, to the cars. To they're, anything. To anything. They're replaceable. Like, it's just a car. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. It's just a car. Are you attached to your designer? I'm sorry? Are you attached to your designer? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Man, how you going like to say it. some stuff like that? <laughs> no, I feel you, though. Yeah. I, I like my clothes. I like my jewelry. Yeah, I like looking good, feeling good, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how much do you bring in a month? How much do I bring in a month? So uh, I bring in about, so I've had five-figure months. Um, not every month is five figures, of mm-hmm. course. So it goes, you know, with business, it goes up and down. Mm-hmm. So um, on average, I, I bring in at least four to 5000 mm-hmm. after expenses. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, you know, it goes up and down. I've had five-figure months, but... It's not always like that. And this is only under year two, so, yeah. you know, I could see, like, you're growing. Yeah, I'm growing. So, mm-hmm. so like, anybody that's trying to get Airbnb, I keep saying Airbnb, man. Do you do Airbnb? I'm, that's why I'm moving to Houston. To so, do Airbnb? Yeah. I, I don't want to talk about it yet because I haven't done it. I don't like to talk about things I, don't, I haven't done, mm-hmm. but that's my next. Why not L.A.? Uh, L.A. is just overpriced and expensive. It um, is. The rent. It's crazy. The rent is ridiculous. Like I have a little one bedroom in LA. I pay 1.8k my little one bedroom in LA. No, you I, but in Houston, I could be living large. You ain't gonna be living large, but <laughs> <laughs> you could be living better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like eighteen hundred, two thousand dollars here. Like I paid twenty six hundred dollars for this. Okay. In LA, I know you probably get like a. I didn't seen yeah. little studios for twenty six hundred dollars. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, but like, why Houston though? Houston have a better market. Um, it, you know, the cost of living is obviously cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, the market is good for Airbnbs. Um, mm-hmm. And then I was considering Atlanta, but I had heard about it's supposed to be harder to have Airbnbs out here. So don't know. believe that. No, no. They're making it. Um, they have this this rule or this law in place where um, you have to own the property. And if you do own the property, you can only rent it out for six months out of the year. Something like that. And then, like, the complexes, the buildings now, they're catching on. And it's like, okay, well, if you do want to do Airbnb, we're going to take 25% of all your income. That's a lot of money. That is a lot. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's not even really worth it. But not every building is doing that. It's like some high-luxury buildings are doing it. Um, but I don't really run into that problem. I don't have I don't have any Airbnbs right now, but my sister has them. Like, I kind of let that game alone. Like, I, was, I had, like, seven at one point. Right. And it was a real headache. Like... A headache, like dealing with seven people di- checking out at one time and people yeah. acting slow. And it's like I was doing it under the table, so the building didn't know I was doing it. And they'll go to the building, yeah. like, hey, we're here for Airbnb. And it's like, why would you go there? <laughs> right. And- I, I've actually um, rented an Airbnb back in LA, and the person would tell me, like, hey, like, we're not supposed to have Airbnb here. Yeah. If you have any, like, questions, concerns, or comments, yeah. just directly mm-hmm. hit me up. Right. I had a, um, I have a penthouse in Miami that I, I I got it straight for Airbnb and I only last. So you don't ask if you can do it. Every- oh. I mean, sometimes, but if they say no, <laughs> like sometimes I ask. Right. Like I got a building down the street that they don't care, um, but like I'll call in. You can't really call and ask because they're gonna give you a straight answer. No, you got to go out there and actually talk to them. But it's like now it's like you know my face, and it's like you know I'm gonna do Airbnb. So. Like, I'll try to get in good with, like, um, the people that work at the front desk, try to throw them some little extra money, and then it's cool. And they'll tell me what not to do. So the trick is really, like, in Miami, this is what I started doing. Because I was having, like, $20,000 a month. And it was going real good for, like, three months. And then some person, they just went to the front desk and was like, hey, I'm returning the keys for Airbnb. I don't know what made them do that. But it didn't make sense. So now they catch me. They go on the website, see my page. And um, so what I did was I took pictures from another um, apartment that looked just like mine. That's the play. So mm, that was a gem right there. I yeah, didn't you take about you that. take pictures from another apartment, and then when people book it, just be like, "Oh, we have maintenance issues, and we're gonna upgrade your apartment." And my apartment looks super better than the first one anyway. They're like, "Oh, bet, cool." That's smart as hell. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's a gem. So that is a gem. You can really get apartment anywhere. If you if you're really um, staying in tune and staying in contact with the customer, then um, you just gotta let them know like, yo, listen, 
nothing about Airbnb, please. Like, if you need anything, contact me. Don't say nothing. No parties. You got to really be strict about the parties and stuff like that because the neighbors complain. Do you have any crazy stories? Oh, my last Airbnb that was down the street, um, like, all my Airbnbs are kind of, like, well-designed. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, try, I just try to make them real attractive so I can add, like, an extra $100 a night and people pay it. So, like, the one spot, um, it was just like a party house for some reason. Party apartment. They just always try to have, like, little parties there. Mm-hmm. So the last apartment, they called me in the morning. It was like, hey, um, your guest last night, they had a really big party. And um, 13 people got locked up. One person got stabbed. And somebody tried to run the police over. And, yeah, we got to end this relationship. And I was like, damn. Wow, that's wild. And then another one. I had this one bedroom apartment and this lady stayed there for like, she she booked it for like two nights, but she kept extending it, extending it, extending it. And then when I sent my cleaner over there, it was just messed up. Like it was, I don't know if it was doo-doo or throw up, but it was everywhere. And my cleaner quit. She's like, I'm not cleaning this. She's like, you don't even care about me. Like you want me to clean this up? I was like, well, who else gonna clean it? It was disgusting. I went there, it was like, I had to throw everything away. Wait, like, what do you mean? Like, on the furniture, on like, the floor? In the closet, it was balled. It was something that was balled up that just had just, like, something that came from the body. I don't know if it was doodle. I don't know if it was throw up. But it stink, and it was in the corner, just balled up in my stuff. And then, like, in the carpet, on the bed, like, it was just on the towels. It wasn't, like, directly, but it was like, it was like they either wiped it or they threw up in it and balled it up. So I, later what she said, like, my mom was sick. I don't know what that meant. But they they trash department, Damn. trash department had to get everything new, bed, sheets, towels, and I just got I got tired of it. I just got tired of dealing with it. Like it was it was cool money. I was making about out of those seven apartments, I think I was making about maybe ten grand, twelve grand a month. It just wasn't worth it. It wasn't. Not for me. So like, why didn't you like put a you know like a team in place, somebody to replace you? I don't know because I did matter of fact I got an assistant and she always called me and it was like damn like this is what I hired you for she called me for every mistake like hey this this I was like can't you just use your brain like calling me for this is what I pay you for like I'm tired of you calling me and I just got I just got tired of it it just wasn't for me like for what I was trying to do I was trying to like I'm trying to make a lot of money and I understand like it takes steps and it takes time but no, I just got into crypto. Mm, okay. I invested some money in crypto, made a lot of money, cool, bam. Mm-hmm. Then I got the spot in Air, I mean in Miami, mm-hmm. and it was going real good, and it went down. But now I'm doing it now, with the with the play I just gave you, going oh, great. Oh, okay. Thousand dollars a night. Do you have any in Atlanta? No. Okay. Because like they're not paying enough. Because if you look at the market, you got to search the market. You have you searched the market in, in Houston? Uh, not yet, not like that. No. Well, just just go on Airbnb and look at the prices mm-hmm. of like the two bedrooms and like the luxury apartments. It's like they're charging like I know in Atlanta it's like two hundred dollars a night, two fifty, and it's like if you times that by ten, that's two thousand dollars. And I go based off of like twenty days out the month because I know I can get at least twenty days. So if I do twenty days out the month times twenty times two fifty, that's five grand. And if the rent is like for these luxury apartments, they're like four thousand dollars, forty five hundred. It's not making sense. How y'all making the money? So in Miami, if I got this this loft, this three bedroom, you know, three balconies, I know like and I put Chanel everywhere. So I know like in Miami, they they ready to spend. Atlanta is a little different. So in Miami, like I could charge up to two thousand dollars and they paying for it, especially on a holiday. They ready to spend. So like Miami is just a different market. Mm, That makes sense. So you just got to you got to watch the market. That's all. Okay. Be careful. I am. Calculated risk. Calculated risk. That's all it is. So what is your what's your overall goal? My overall in life. My overall goal in life mm-hmm. is to be a hundred percent financially free, mm-hmm. travel the world, and be a wife and have kids. How old are you? Take a guess. Twenty five. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Mm-hmm. I was close. Hmm. How old are you? Take a guess. <laughs> 32. I'm 33. I just turned 33 Ooh, last week. Oh, that was close. Okay. I just turned 33 last week. 
I'm just looking at myself. <laughs> what do you plan on getting married? Shoot, it's not up to me. So. It's up to him. Mm-hmm. So he proposed to you right now? Yeah, I would say yes. Right now? It's been eight months? <laughs> I feel like when you know, you know. So you know? I feel like it, yeah. Damn. What makes you know? Like, what is it? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I just know. I just know, and the way he treats me, like, it's amazing. How does he treat you? Um, so um, he treats me with love, respect, and appreciation. He goes mm-hmm. out his of his way for me. Like, I don't care, like, for the materialistic things, like the the bags and the, mm-hmm. you know, I want I want somebody that's going to answer the phone. Mm-hmm. I want somebody that, you know, cares. I don't care for the... The extraness. The, like, I don't, I don't like men who lead with their money. Mm. Like, I want you to lead with your heart. That's, that's so sweet. <laughs> that is yeah. so sweet. That's, no, that's good, though. Um, in Atlanta, in a lot of places, anywhere, you get that. Like, girls, they want you to... I asked these girls on a podcast the other day. I said, yeah, so... um. Where would like where I want to go on the first date? Oh, the strip club. I said, like, why would you want to oh, go to the I strip club? I saw that. Club? I'm like, mm-hmm. why would you want to go to the strip club? Oh, because I want to test his pockets. Like, damn, you gotta know I gotta make money. Like, <laughs> I mean, you gotta make money for sure. You but, know, but the, the strip, strip club? club? No, I don't, I don't. I don't know. We can't even talk. Just the first date. I, I'm trying to get to know you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. get a feel for you. They want to go to the strip club. But that's that's what it is though. Like, you're not really getting far if you ain't got this. Not not just money. You need like Chanel bag money. You need designer money. You need trips, and that ain't right though. Mm-mm. That's why I'm gonna stay single. I'm not saying all the women like that. So you don't believe in marriage? No. You'll never get married. No, no, I'm not gonna say that. I have I have two different views on that. Like, one part of me I could get married. Then another part of me. It's like Nick Cannon. Oh my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna be really, really super rich and I feel like I could take care of a lot of women. Yeah. It's not a it's not a lot of good men out here. And I feel like It's not. That's why I love mine. I feel like I'm a great man that I, that, that that can spread my love out. Mm-hmm. But then again, I, I could get married too. I could be married to one person. So it's I don't know. I know, like, I know, like, when, you know, you make a lot of money, you got all these options. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it's probably harder for men to make a lot of money to uh, be with one woman. I get it. But. I do believe that the, the right woman, though, would um, take you to the next level, can help you get to the next for level. For sure. For sure. I Women re- could be assets or liability. Very true. What what are you? An asset. <laughs> How do you feel that you're an asset? How do I feel? Mm-hmm. I feel like I could. I, I have. I feel like I'm able to teach my significant significant other certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I can motivate him to achieve his goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an asset. That's a, is he black? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What are you? I've only dated black men. What are you? So my parents are Belizeans, so I'm Belizean. From Belize? Yeah, Belize. Do you got a Belize shirt? No, no this is Nigerian. You got no, I flags do, though, right? I do. No, no. I haven't made Belize. Somebody told me to make one. You need to make one. I didn't. But he real black. He dark He dark as hell. Yeah. So in Belize, like, you got, um, there's black people in Belize. Yeah. Yeah, and then you also have, like, Hispanic or, like, you know, like, Spanish yeah. You know, like you can be a, a black American and you can be a white American. Right. Kind of like that in Belize. You can be black and Belizean. You can be Spanish and Belizean. I thought you was Asian or something. I always get that. I get Belizean a lot, but I'm not Belizean. I don't Definitely. have no Asian in me. Have you been to Belize? Yeah. So like Belize is like, like a second home to me. Like when I go to Belize, <clears throat> it's like I'm going home. It doesn't feel like a vacation. Mm-hmm. Cause, you know, I got family there. Most of my family is there. Mm. I love going out the country. Can you can you cook their food? I can't cook. At all? I mean, a little bit, but I wouldn't call myself a cook, no. You said you're an asset. 
<laughs> what happened? I'm learning. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. So, what, I mean, what's your boyfriend say about it? You don't care? He don't care. He cooks for me. Oh, all right. <laughs> as long as somebody knows how to cook. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I'm learning from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. All right. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Before we get any further, this right here is an ad space for the podcast. If you guys have a business, a service, a product, you can either get product placement, you can get an ad in between the podcast, or you can sponsor a show or two or three or sponsor a whole month. Now, if you're interested, go ahead and contact me on Instagram, send me a DM, or I have an email in my bio, which you can reach out to me. Um, If you're interested, I'll send you all the details in which you can become Partners, because that's basically what it is, you know, because this podcast is blowing up. And before you make a decision or before you try to negotiate my prices, listen, this podcast is blowing up and it's blowing fast. So if you get in right now, six months from now, you're still going to be on here. Two years from now, 10 years from now, this podcast is going to be like the number one podcast in the world. So that's how I'm basing my prices. So if you don't even think that you're even worthy of my prices, don't even contact me. Let's get back to the episode. No. No. Mm-mm. Okay. I don't have a girlfriend right now because um I'm too busy like focusing on myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't want anybody um trying to interrupt that or trying to like complain that they're not getting enough. Like that's a big commitment. Like letting somebody in your life and like I'm the man, so like I have to do certain things. I have to make them feel some type of way, you know, so I understand that. I, I understand that. Um, but at the same time, I feel like if you had, like, two entrepreneurs in a relationship, like, I'm busy with my stuff. I got stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I know he got stuff going on. So, you know, I'm not, like, obey, like, you know, like, right. trying to be up under him 24-7. He's not trying to be up under me 24-7. Like, we each chase our individual goals and then mm-hmm. we come together. Well, another thing, too, like, for the things that I do, like, online, like, Interviewing women. Oh, yeah. Um, I couldn't do that. I couldn't. See, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. Nope. <laughs> it's going to take away from, like, my my personality. Like, right. on, Like, what people want to see on camera is, like, I don't want nobody to, like, get mad and jealous. Like, oh, why you do all that? Uh, but it's, like, even the stuff that I do on camera is not, like, I don't really like these women, for real. It's just. It seems I, like it. I don't. Like, I just play I just play into this character. It's so, like, a character. It's just a character. So, like. <laughs> I don't like off camera like I like I haven't done anything with anybody. I haven't talked to anybody outside of the camera. It's just I just flirt on camera like to show guys like, you know, like I could do it. And that you got game. Right. Okay. And you know, they they need to see it. So guys come to you for like to learn how to talk to women. Not necessarily they come to me but like they compliment me on it and then like my homies or like my cousins or anybody like they ask me for advice. So like, not how to talk to women, but like just advice on like different things on like mm-hmm. what to do. So like, I got a homie like he just got out of prison maybe like four or five months ago, and he's kind of like still timid when it comes to women and stuff like that. So he was over here the other night like, man, I don't know what to say to her. I said, get the phone. <laughs> so I text the girl like, yo, I said I'm pulling up. He like, man, you gonna send that? I said, yes. Yes, that's that's good energy right there. I'm pulling up. I said, don't no, he because he wanted to ask her like, do you want company or? Do you want to come over? I said, what you don't ask nothing. Tell her I'm pulling up. Mm-hmm. And she said, shit, here's the address. He was like, bro. And then so the next day, he was like, man, I just want to thank you. Like, <laughs> you helped me grow some balls, man. He was like, man, the next, he was like, I was talking to the girl, another girl the next day. He was like, he just told her to pull up. And she was like, she was taking too long to text back. But like, the, the doctor was just there. He was like, he texted her again. He was like, just bring your ass on or some shit like that. And she came. So it was like, I just gave, I gave him the confidence <laughs> to, you know. So, but by me doing that on camera, I can, now I have another, I have some more arsenal that I can teach people. Like, okay, if I'm this way and on camera, oh, I can teach people the same thing. Like, bro, I can teach you how to flirt. I can teach you how to get women. I can teach you how to be comfortable, have confidence. So that's the only, that's the only reason I, I show people that I'm really, really comfortable around women and that I can teach you how to do the same thing. Okay. Right. So there's men out there that are 
scared of women or like unconfident or what is it? Yeah, it's people because it's like it's a muscle. It's like because if you don't use it, like I had a point of time where I wasn't approaching not nobody, but I, I can get women. It's easy, but I just I just feel like I ain't talking. I ain't I ain't walking up to no girl no more. And I kind of lost that, that, that edge. Yeah. And I was like, damn, like I felt kind of scared. Not scared, but like I didn't have that, that same swag. So I had to put myself back out there. I just, kept, I just kept walking up to women, not even trying to get their number, just getting that flow back. And like now it's like, I got it down to a T. I, I, anything that come up in my mouth is going to sound like it's going to be it. <laughs> <laughs> anything that come up in my mouth. Like, it's just game. It's just, it's just a muscle that you got to keep building. So like, if you don't use it, but some people are like, they can't, they can't approach beautiful women too. They get intimidated. What you mean why? Because like beautiful women, it seems like the type of men that they attract are like guys with money and some of these guys ain't got money. So it's like, man, I know it's like in their minds, like, man, I know I can't get her. They already, it's already self doubt in there. Like, I know I can't get her. But it's actually, you actually can. Like women, they want money, but you can get anybody by making them laugh. Mm -hmm. Or just certain things that you might say. It's like, they don't know you ain't got no money. You just got to, confidence goes a long way. I agree. I agree. So like, has guys approached you and they felt, never felt timid, like stuttering? Uh, I, I felt, I've felt like nervousness through them uh -huh. before. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So they out here. And... I want to teach you guys how to dress too, because it's a certain way that you got to dress to like be appealing to, to girls. Definitely, definitely, because I'm judging you off how you dress. I'm, the first thing I look at is your shoes. Everybody said that shoes. <laughs> <laughs> like what you got? What, what is it about shoes? I need to know, like you know, what I don't know what it is, but mm. you know, you can't be have your your laces choked up and they dirty. <laughs> And you know what I mean? Like, can't have, no. <clears throat> what else you look for? Um, what else? Teeth, for sure. Mm -hmm. So shoes, then I'll look at the teeth. Mm -hmm. And then right after that is, how did you approach me? Did you, did I feel like you approached me in a respectful way? Mm -hmm. um, you know, just kind of like your energy, trying to see like what your intentions are. Because mm -hmm. I feel like um, with men, when a man initially approaches a woman, his only intent is to have sex with her. And the, a relationship or something more might come later on. Mm -hmm. But in the beginning, he's just trying to have sex. So I know this, so I'm trying to see, like, mm -hmm. you know, at that point, I feel like it's like you're trying to play with me. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, but <laughs> that's just how we're wired. Cause we can't just walk up to you thinking like, okay, this is gonna be my wife. We're, we we move off of sex to like. But how do you think I'm gonna feel if I give it up, and you just now you're not the same way? Like you leave, mm -hmm. I just got finessed. You gotta you gotta <laughs> <laughs> you have to peep you have to peep game. You know what I'm saying yeah yeah that's what I'm saying that's you know that's. The, one of the things I look for mm -hmm. initial when they first approach me is like, okay, like, you know, if I could he wait, like, mm -hmm. you know, I've been on dates to where like they're trying to get me back to the house the same night, and I'm like, that's so disrespectful. Like, mm -hmm. you're telling me that you're trying to finesse me. You think I'm stupid? So. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, sometimes you know, like, y'all had a, a a great connection, and it could possibly go there. I guess, yeah. I guess, I mean, if the vibe is right, uh, but. What I do is I never try, never on the first time. Even if I spend a night with somebody, I, I go to sleep. I never try to on the first day because in their mind, it's like, well, damn, he's not the same. He's not like these other guys. <laughs> in reality, I really am. But oh my <laughs> God. Uh -huh. in reality, I really am. But it's just um, just another way of doing it because yeah. if, that uh, it's a mind game because I definitely agree. Like, you know, like when when men don't push sex or like you know they don't try to like mm -hmm. push themselves on you, it's like kind of a turn on a little bit. It is. It is. I understand that. 
<laughs> and I understand that. Like, so he's a gentleman. I like that. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it starts, you know, eventually. Like I may be the one to initiate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep, that's exactly how it works. And I understood that from. I think I got that from like artist seduction. Mm, that's a good book. Yeah, you read it. I'm a seductress. Really. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, but I read the book. It, it's a good book. What do you What do you think you um, which character? Uh, I really like the siren. Uh-huh. I can't remember all the the names, but me neither. But I know they're the charmer, the charmer, um, the dandy, um, the star, um, charismatic. That's all I can remember for now. So men could be seductresses too. I'm definitely a seducer. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. In so many ways. It's, but it's like, it's just understanding like just humans in psychology. It is. It's, it's just psychology. That's, you like, I feel like women should literally learn how men think because mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of women realize how men think mm-hmm. and they end up getting hurt, played because mm-hmm. of it. But it's a whole, it's a game out here. It is a you game. You just got to play the game. You got to play the game. <laughs> I'm, playing, I'm playing my game. It's like, I don't want to be a seducer to the point where, like, I'm only using it for sex. I, I want to seduce not just women. I want to seduce the masses. So, mm. like, I use it towards, like, you know, my podcast. I use mm. it in every situation, mm-hmm. in I, every way possible. I use it when I go to conventions. Yeah. yeah. How, how did you use it today? It's just, like, it's just really, like, how you carry yourself and your personality. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, seduction doesn't mean sex. It means you're just, like, it's, like, it's an art of um, getting someone to fall for you. Attraction. Yeah, it's attraction. Mm-hmm. So um, I use it when I go to business meetings. I know, like, <clears throat> one thing that Mitch said on a live before that I feel like has, like, taken me up a little bit is he said, you can use your looks as a tool. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I've always, like, got compliments as far as, like, how I look mm-hmm. being pretty, but I never thought of using it as a tool. Mm-hmm. And so that's where seduction comes in. You know what I mean? I understand my looks. And I understand, like, that's why looks I am. Looks are powerful. Very powerful. Looks are powerful. And even when you, and ugh, it's so much better when you're a woman. So, just. I mean, yeah, because. I <laughs> <laughs> got all this feminine power and it's like, okay, when you Women understand. Women rule the world. They do. And well, I just feel like women need to like learn how to like They need to control possess the, that power. Possess the power. Possess the power. Cause mm-hmm. you, you you like men don't have the control, women do. Yeah.